0: Can't get enough of Infendo Radio? Head to Infendo.com and see everything else we're up to. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now.
1: Hello, welcome to the show. We are here, it's the greatest show on the planet Earth. Um, Thank you for joining us. I have Justin and Steve here with me tonight. Justin, how are you doing and where can the people find you?
0: I am doing pretty well, trying to stay awake. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Twitter, at InfendoJustin. You can follow my Disney tweets, at Utilidork. And, it's weird for me to be plugging things this early in the show, but that's the way we roll nowadays... You can also follow at Disney Park Bench and go to thedisneyparkbench.com to see my new website. Um, all of my old blogs, including my new blogs, are there. Um, there's all sorts of new stuff that's um, coming in the future. got a podcast that I was supposed to record tonight, but that's going to get pushed back. But um yeah the all the big stuff that i've been wanting to do with my site for years i'm finally getting around to so go to the disneyparkbench.com and follow me on my social medias you'll find links on the site
1: awesome go there do the things like follow subscribe you know what to do people um steve how are you doing and where can the people find you
2: So, I got tired of doing all the plugs, and I have a friend that's much, much smarter than I am that told me to sign up for an account. So, I have a new place that you can find me, and in this place, you will find links to all the places you can find me. The website you're going to go to is a Linktree website. I'm going to spell that out because it's kind of tricky. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash gentus j-e-n-t-s on there I have a link I don't have it fully set up on my side yet but I do have a link to my discord there I will have a link to my twitter there I know I've got a link to my twitch and my youtube channels you can also find a link to the hyper voice link tree account and we have all of our links listed there as well so l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash gentus that's my new plug well, I guess that'll be an easy one to remember
1: after a little bit, huh? Um, yeah, give it
2: three weeks and you'll be sick hearing about it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I really only have the one plug. You know where you want me... Where, where I want you to go, rather... Um, Lucas already said it at the top of the show Just go to Infendo.com From there you can find all the things Join our Discord Join Steve's Discord for that matter Do all of the fun things from there Infendo.com Before we get too far into the show And I know we've got a good one for y'all We want to thank the people that need thanking So Steve, please take it
2: away Yeah um, you c- um, can support us over at Patreon.com slash Infendo Radio And the following Four people continue to support us Month after month We've got Minus64 Slacker Money, as he's changed His name to in the Discord but not the Patreon <laughs> And then our two executive Producers uh, DJ And the Briannosaurus. So thank you guys for continuing to support the show We love you all
1: Very much so awesome okay well this is the time we take our first break um we're going to be back on the other side with change the system little bit news little bit games we've been playing stay tuned
0: five dollars a month is infendo radio's all access patreon tier if you want a bunch of extra goodies and cool week-to-week bonuses that's the tier you want to hit up Go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and join at the $5 level. All right,
1: we are back. Um, Thank you for joining us again. It is time for Change the System. I know we have been out for a couple of weeks, so we actually have potentially two weeks of news. I don't know that there was a whole lot of news over the last couple of weeks, quite honestly, but... um, Yeah, I guess if you guys don't mind, I will kick it off with my first um, news topic. Did you guys have anything that you wanted to bring news-wise, by the way?
2: Nothing I can think of. news-wise. Yeah,
1: then I guess we're just kind of going to kick it with the two small things that I have on my list. So let's just kind of run through those real quick. So, um, yeah, it looks like Nintendo had a financial earnings report and you know there was a lot of stuff that kind of came out of that sort of (laughs) um they just kind of reconfirmed a lot of games that we already knew were happening you know but they didn't really give dates so, like, they basically said, yeah, Bayonetta is coming, and so is Metroid Prime 4, and you know, so on and so forth, Breath of the Wild sequel, but, again, no, everything was kind of TBA. They did give dates for, like, Bravely Default 2, which we already knew, and I, Bra- Bowser's Fury, which I want to say we already knew, so, you know, there was that, yeah. but, yeah, not a, honestly a whole lot. We don't a know lot...
0: about it, we just know it exists.
1: Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, not a whole lot that I saw come out of that um, report, as it were. So, um, yeah, (laughs) just kind of, I guess, just basically reconfirming that they're still working on this stuff, you know? So, um, I guess that's that bit of news. Not kind of a whole lot there. The other bit of news, which, you know, caused a little bit controversy um, online and otherwise... Pokemon Home and Pokemon Go has finally um, crossed over, and you can transfer Pokemon with a lot of limitations. Um, they're yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's mainly in a kind of a beta state right now because it looks like they're so, limiting it to level 40 trainers right now, which is basically yeah. like <laughs> no one. And I guess.
2: I guess before you get started on that, because, yeah, kind of like you just said, I know exactly two level 40 trainers in my entire friend list, and they're you and your wife. The (laughs) one good thing that comes out of this that I do want to say before we start talking about the limitations is the first time you make your transfer to Pokemon, like from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home, um, you will get in your events log. A Melmetal, nope, Mel, yeah, Melmetal that you Mm -hmm. can transfer over to Pokemon Sword and Shield that is capable of Dynamaxing. This is the only way to get this Melmetal right now. So I am looking forward to that when
0: I'm able to do it. I Dynamaxed your mom last night
1: the um so what we're having here is like a, a lot of limitations Let, like let's not let's not be a, upfront about it right it looks like they're gonna even be charging you if you want to like transfer more than one shiny Pokemon I can't or is it just more than one Pokemon per...
2: you can do I think up to a hundred regular Pokemon if they're regular Pokemon um, I think you can do 10 legendaries. Or one Pokemon if they're a shiny legendary, or like five Pokemon if they're shiny regular ones. Like right. Cerebee has a whole table where you can do that. Yeah, and
1: it's see what deep. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's and like, oh my it, lord.
2: When, you're, when your meter is fully depleted, it takes you about a week to recover the meter, or I think they said you can pay about 10 bucks to recover the same meter. Right. Yeah, so basically another
1: in-game item, right? That you have to charge up or pay to, you know, (laughs) pay to have charged up
2: type of thing. I do also have to say, though, when you transfer a Pokemon over to home, that does also recharge your Meltan box, the one that lets you do the Meltan event. Sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, I... So I don't know.
1: I'm level 40. So I I guess I it doesn't really affect me as much as it does other people, obviously, you know, but it does suck, right? It kind of is, you know, a lot of people were looking forward to this. And now not only is there a lot of paywalls, but you know, there is also all these mm-hmm. limitations as well, you know, so... It's it it definitely is a bummer, but the I I guess if you want all the details go to go to um, Serebii the the key things that I'm looking at are this new transporter this go transporter energy Currency that was introduced looks like you're gonna when it's full There's 10,000 transporter energy looks like one small Pokemon is gonna cost 10 transporter energy units and so yeah, it sounds like sending a thousand Pokemon basically is going to fill up, going to use out your transporter energy. That's just kind of the the currency as it were there. So I don't know. It is uh, it is what it is. Um, Shinies cost more. Legendaries cost more than that. Like, <laughs> it's I don't know. It, it sucks, and but it is what it is, mm-hmm. I, I suppose. I, I kind of get where they're coming from, right? Because they probably don't want people to just like send over just, like, a whole ton of... Because it is a lot easier to get Pokemon in Pokemon Go. So that's why a lot of people play that. So that it would be a, probably a bummer for a lot of people that don't play Pokemon Go if they're into, like, the competitive scene of, like, Sword and Shield. Like, all these people are all of a sudden boosting their teams with all these legendaries, you know? Because I have, like, six well, Mewtwo's in Pokemon Go, for example,
2: you know? So, like, I could transfer all those over. Yeah, and let's be real, it is really easy to take any Pokemon now, with all the stuff that they've added in the DLC, um, from a regular i caught him in the grass Pokemon to a hyper-competitive, ready-to-battle Pokemon. That's super right. easy. Well, not super easy. You still have to do some grinding. But it's much easier than it used to be to do it.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that despite the limitations on this one, what they're using this for is, again, some kind of beta test, as it were. And then what they do with that at that point, they just kind of tweak the like maybe the it won't be as much to transfer a shiny Pokemon or maybe they give you more transporter energy per week or, you know, they just kind of tweak and adjust the balances before they make it live for the masses, as it were. Like maybe they reduce the limit to something that is reasonable, like 25 or 20 or something like that, you know, because I think
0: both of you guys are at least at 30.
1: Right. If I remember correctly in Pokemon
0: Go? Um, yeah, 30-something. I can't... I want to say 36, but, you know... I'm 32, plus or minus and
2: Lucas... And Lucas is either 35 or 36, I forget. Yeah.
1: Once you get in the 30s, that means that, okay, you've been playing hardcore pretty much since the game launched, or, like, yeah. otherwise, right? Like, kind of almost playing
2: every day type of thing. Yeah.
1: I think that if you reduce that limit... And I'm kind of I'm that kinda limit- hoping
2: that the next step down... Sorry, I, yeah. I'm kind of hoping the next step down they kick it down to, you know, maybe level 30. I was hoping maybe even lower, like a 25
1: type of thing. 30 would be fine threshold too, but like, you know, maybe even making it more accessible. I think you pointed out though Mm -hmm. that there was a feature for uh, submitting Pokestops that they just recently bumped down to 38 though, which is still even above like a limit that I think would be uh, reasonable for this type of thing. Yeah,
0: because I've been wanting to... to Request like, the ball field across the street from me be a Pokestop because, you know, otherwise I don't get to hit one on days that I'm not bringing the kids to school.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. recently submitted, and it hasn't gone through yet, but I've recently submitted a few over by my house even, you know, like the signs for the neighborhood, you know, that type of thing, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be nice yeah. for more people to be able to do that, you know, like, th- why not? Mm-hmm. So... Cool. Well, that's honestly it for the news. Um, sorry we got a little salty there,
2: people. But um, yeah. let's talk about well, some I, fun I stuff, was, like what we've been playing. I'm proud of myself. I was a lot less negative than I thought I was going to be going into that segment. Well, it, um, it's not
1: it's not without uh, reason, though, you know? Like, I can definitely see yeah. why people are upset.
2: Yeah. Um, do you guys care if I start? Get it. Since I haven't been here forever? Um... I have been busy, I have been very busy, um, and things have finally slowed down and I've finally gotten to play some stuff, so I want to start, I'm just pulling out my Switch so I can see exactly where I want to start, but I want to start with some of the games I've been playing. Um, Seems like a good place to
0: start for, you know. uh,
2: Well because there's two things I want to do, I want to talk about my games and I want to talk about my headphones. So, the first thing we'll do is we'll talk about the game. Since I was last on the show, The Crown Tundra came out, and I have been spending an obscene amount of time in The Crown Tundra. I still haven't played it. I needed to play it. It's really good, Eugene. It's really good. I've beat... So there's three main missions, and then there's a fourth one that unlocks after you do the main three. And I've done basically the four main missions. I've gotten the majority of the gift pokemon you can get from it i've got probably half the legendaries you can get out of the dynamax adventures sure. and i've got one of the three rows of people you can unlock in the star tournament so i've put a fair amount of time into it I'm really enjoying it the legendary birds i caught them and immediately put them in pokemon home where they belong because I really don't like using Legendary Pokemon on my teams. Um, I got my Galarian Slowking, I added him to my um, Living Pokedex. I obviously need to wait on my Melmetal until I can get him from Pokemon Go. Um, And then, what was the other one? I added another Pokemon and I can't remember what he was. And then I went ahead and did the DLC a second time on a different profile. Because you get the choice of getting Reggie Lucky or Regidrago. And then you get the choice of getting one of the two steeds that go with uh, that go with Calyrex. So I did the DLC a second time to get the opposite Reggie and the opposite steed. So I could also add them to my living Pokedex. So I've done all that. So I've pretty much done the bulk of what you can do in the DLC, and I'm really enjoying it. Um We're about to start... Lucas and I had an idea of something that we're going to try for a future battle that we'll talk about on on an upcoming episode of Infendo Radio. Nice. Um, Then we had Colt hit us up the other day to help him out in Final Fantasy The Crystal Chronicles. So we booted that up and helped him understand a little bit how the uh, progression of the game works and helped him get through a couple of dungeons. Had a really good time with that. That is still a really, really good game. Um, and then, for whatever reason, we decided to switch from that to Rocket League that night. And this is the first time any of us have played Rocket League since it went free-to-play. And we booted it up, and the first thing Lucas and I noticed, we're used to seeing our level bar down below, like at the bottom of the main screen, and we're used to that saying, you know, like level 123 or whatever our level is in the game. And it said level one. So Lucas and I immediately started freaking out that when it went free to play, they didn't carry our level over, you know, because oh, I'm no. like level one twenty three something. And Lucas yeah. is probably, you know, in the 200s by now, if not higher. Um, so we kind of panicked about that for a minute. And as Colt pointed out, I'm pretty sure once you get into the game, your level transferred over and it did. So we had a great time playing Rocket League. It is so much fun. <sighs> we purchased this the current season pass again. And who knows if we'll even play it enough to get, you know, what we want out of the season pass. But, you know, we did that. Um, and then I've also been playing an, one other game. And that is Celeste. Um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to play. I decided I'd go for a tough-as-nails platformer. And there's somebody I follow on Twitter. Um, shout out to Dragon Age Mage. Um, follow her. She's really fun to follow. Um, but she says this is one of her favorite games of all time. It's been sitting in my backlog. Um, I finally decided to play it, and I'm really enjoying it. It is every bit as difficult as I thought it was going to be. That's exciting. Um, which I'm pleased about. I haven't played a game this hard since I played Mutant Mud's Super Challenge. And I'm kind of excited to have that challenge again. Um, But yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. Um, I forgot that a lot of people said in the beginning the game is about someone learning to deal with their anxiety and their personal flaws. um, When the game originally came out three years ago. And there's a scene in there where the girl has has an anxiety attack. And you have to kind of deal with that in-game. And the way that that hit me, I just cannot even put into words. It was so accurate to how it is when you have that kind of thing. Um, Sure. So if you suffer from anxiety, I highly recommend playing this game. There's
0: just something about it that you need to give a shot. I have it i've had it for a while one of those games where you know i'm just waiting for the time and attention span to actually dive into it i'm sure it won't take long yeah. to finish but just you know i've got so many games in my backlog that i'll play it someday <laughs> See, that's, that's where i was too
1: yeah I get that, man. I have so many games to, like, just get to. It's just like, yeah, it's like, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago, I can see, like, a half dozen games still in shrink wrap behind me, you know? It's, like,
2: ridiculous. Yeah, and my equivalent of that is what's sitting on my digital shelf right now. Right, saying That's kind of what I've
0: been working through. Like, um, I don't even don't. buy physical games anymore unless I have to, but, oh, hey, this game is on sale and it's on my wish list, yep. and, you know, I well, may as well pick it up and never play it. And that's I've how I picked games, up Celeste. I've bought games from the eShop and immediately archived them, because I knew I wasn't going to play them right away. That's yep. how bad I am.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, sure. There is there is one last game that I wanted to talk about real quick that I have played, and that is the uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo. demo. Um, the game is going to be fine. I don't think I'm going to like it for the same reason I liked Hyrule Warriors. But that's not to say that I'm not going to enjoy my time with it. It's just going to be a different kind of enjoyment. Um, Hyrule Warrior: the Age of Calamity, for me, because it seems to be more focused on the story and more focused on Breath of the Wild. Um, I feel like it's going to be one of those story games that you play through once every couple of years, have a good 20, maybe 30 hours, depending on what it's got in it, and call it good. It's not going to be the 500 romp that the original Hyrule Warriors was, but I did thoroughly enjoy my time with the demo. It is, I know. (laughs) But that's what I was hoping for. When they announce a Hyrule Warriors game... That's kind of what some people, like myself, would expect. Nope, just you. And I'm not disappointed that I'm not getting that, you know. But I do know what I'm getting with this game, and I will still be buying it day one. And I honestly, if, okay, so it comes out November 20th, I'll probably have it completed to 100% by January, if I have
0: to When When is Black Friday? Is that the same weekend, or... No, it's, um, it's the weekend after, which sucks because one of the yeah. things that I was I was going to wait and find out what the Black Friday eShop sales were going to be before I committed to buying Age of Calamity, so I might hold up, especially since there's not a bonus um, gold coin for you know pre-purchasing. I might wait a week before I get it, just because you know I want to see what. I don't have Pokemon yet. Well, I mean, I have Let's right. Go, but I don't have Sword or Shield yet. Um, um, I don't have Yoshi yet. Like, there are a couple of, you know, tentpole Nintendo games that I don't have that might go on sale that weekend. So, Yeah. If yeah. Pokemon's on sale, get that over the two games, in
2: my opinion. I've sunk enough, ga- enough time into well, I the mean, games if... that I could honestly recommend that
0: Pokemon is going to... There's more to it. Well, I mean the thing with Pokemon is if even if it's on sale it's going to be pretty much my whole budget because Pokemon plus the expansions right now is what, ninety bucks? So even if it's on sale, I imagine it'll probably still be the price of a full you know, full price game. I was gonna say, yeah, it'll probably if it's on sale, it'll probably be sixty, which mm-hmm. is basically
2: the DLC for free. Right. So um Yeah, do I have time to talk about my headphones, Eugene, or should I say that? Go for it. I I honestly, I don't have a whole lot for my change of system, so hit it. Me neither. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, I've been, there is a Saturday night thing that's become a tradition for me again, which is to hop into a spreaker chat for bash music. Um, Bash Music being a part of the Radio Ronin group of podcasts which we're actually a part of um, but Bash Music is one of the shows they do it is Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Mountain Time um, and you just go to Radio Ronin.com and you can stream it through there or you can go to the Spreaker website and hop in a chat there by searching for Bash Music um, but I was recommended by one of their DJs one of the resident DJs to a set of headphones that I picked up a couple of weeks ago. Um, They are Sony headphones, and I'm just pulling up the app real quick so I can get the exact model number. They are the Sony WH-1000XM4s. I'll put that somewhere on my Twitter or something in the next couple of days. They are really cool. Which you can get
1: to from his Linktree.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, They are actually really cool. Um, They're Bluetooth headphones, they are capable of, you can plug in a cable and plug them into a normal headphone jack, so they'll work with the switch in docked mode, or excuse me, in handheld mode, if you buy a Bluetooth adapter for your switch in docked mode, they'll work with that as well. Um, They are studio quality headphones, the particular DJ that recommended them to me are, um, these are the headphones that he uses when he records that podcast. And they are the same headphones he uses when he spins music, or whatever DJs call that. I'm not a DJ, I don't know. Um, The sound quality is phenomenal. Um, Listening, like, playing games like Ori and the Blind Forest, or Celeste, or even Pokemon, there are so many sound effects that you can hear in these things that you wouldn't normally hear. It's really, really cool to see how much is in the games that you don't hear, just listening through your TV speakers or your system speakers or, you know, whatever. Um, Really impressed with these. They do have a companion app that goes with them that you download on iPhone or Android, and you can tweak just about every possible setting you can think of. Um, You can pair it with up to two devices simultaneously. So right now, they're paired up with my laptop and my phone. Um, You can change the sound quality by decibel. Um, You can enhance the bass, uh, reduce the treble. You can do custom settings. You can do pre-built settings. If you have certain music streaming services, you can optimize it for that. You can snap a picture of your ear and do, like, real 3D audio mapping technology using that. Jesus. If you've got certain... uh, Yeah, again, though, if you've got certain streaming services. Um, wow. These, for somebody like me that likes to tinker around with settings and features and that kind of thing, they're the perfect thing for me. They are pricey. On sale. No, I was just
1: going to ask you. They sound like they're real cheap, actually. How much are they, Steve?
2: Yeah, exceptionally (laughs) cheap. Um, I got them on sale for 279. dollars Um they normally retail for like on sale they retail (laughs) for 350 um the -hmm. week after for me the week after they the week after i bought them they went on sale for 279 so i because i buy as much crap as i do from best buy every year i get like a 90-day exchange policy so they let me basically return them and rebuy them at the discounted price so i could buy the two-year warranty on them So I paid the same price, but now I've got a two-year warranty on them, so they're guaranteed to last for two years, or they'll give me $279 towards a new set of headphones. So very, very pricey, but if you're looking for a good set of podcasting headphones, a good set of DJ headphones, a really nice set of you-want-to-listen-to-music headphones, a nice gaming headset, they do have a lot of benefits to them if you have the money in your budget, so... Yeah, so four point five out of five for me.
1: Ooh, three hundred bucks and not even a five star review, boy. Well, I is it can't because it's so it, expensive?
2: I, that's exactly right. I can't give it a five star review because of the price tag. It that is a hefty price tag.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean, I paid what like eighty bucks for for mm-hmm. these that I'm wearing now, and and that was extravagant for me. So. So. Yeah, they also, I forgot to mention, they come
2: with a very nice carrying case, which comes with your audio cable, it comes with the headphone adapter for the airplane, and it comes with a nice little, like, one-foot-long USB-C charging cable. So.
1: Nice. Oh, it's a USB-C, too. That's fancy. Uh-huh. Cool.
2: Well, So, all right. 20, 20, I think 20-hour battery life, too, give or take. Nice
1: awesome well we'll i'm sure be hearing more about those headphones in the weeks to come as you put them through their paces as it were Mm -hmm. uh do you just have like a
2: headphone graveyard now in your house is that just (laughs) how that goes so i've got a bunch that are kind of like you can't see because of my background but i have a table behind me where i have a bunch of stuff sitting on and then i've got the under the table under the table is the graveyard of old podcasting gear i don't use anymore and then I also have some of those at at my on my desk at my office because I sometimes use that stuff at work. So I've got a couple graveyards of audio equipment. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well,
1: um, Justin, I guess now is the time for you to talk about the games you've been playing and otherwise, or mm. an unboxing, or uh, mm. you know what, ASMR, yeah, I don't think I have What anything... you got for
0: us? I don't think I have anything exciting
2: Ooh, to unbox. These would be um, good ASMR headphones.
0: <laughs> Alright.
2: <laughs> I didn't um, think of that.
0: I did spend the other day putting together some more Super Mario Legos. I bought the Mario's House set, which I I pretty much only got... I mean, it comes with Mario's House, of course, uh, Yoshi, but the real... And a Goomba. I already have two Goombas. The real reason I got it was because it comes with a hammock, and you can put Lego Mario in the hammock, and he'll do the "I'm oh, tired" and fall. Yeah, so you put you put him in the hammock, and he'll say "I'm tired" and then fall asleep and snore, oh and it's just the most adorable thing I have ever seen any Lego thing ever do and it is the greatest and i'm totally obsessed with super mario legos a because i saw I'm them obsessed... on oh god i'll uh, say a because i'm obsessed with legos and b because i'm obsessed with mario but also because the sets are just so much fun like there's just so much personality in them
1: yeah i i saw a set uh when i was at target over the weekend um, spending my company-provided gift card, and um, I was very tempted to buy myself a set of Lego Mario. They were on sale. Like I don't know how much they are normally, but the one that I saw was pretty cheap. It was only like ten bucks.
0: So that's pretty good. Um, it depends on which one it is. There are a couple of uh, ten-dollar ones, but. Um, most of them, like, the, the starter set is typically $60. Um, there's, I believe, a Fortress set that is also $60. Bowser's Castle is $100. And then most of the rest of the expansions are $30. Um, you can get, basically every time I go to Walmart, I get a, an enemy pack, which is basically a little blind bag that comes with an enemy and a little stand. I wish I had it within reach. I got a boo in the last one. Oh, right. And and Mario interacts with all of these things. Like, every single one of them has a barcode on them that when you put Mario on top of the barcode, it does something different. So, like, one of the things I bought, again, I wish I had these things out because I'd show it. Um, I bought the uh, Fire Mario suit. So, you take Mario's pants off and you put the Fire Mario pants on, and then you can switch the hat if you want. But he gains fireball power. So, you do something and he shoots a fireball, and if you get hit, he counts as a hit and you swap him out and shrink it. Like, it's so interactive, and it, it just amazes me. Like, clearly, what amazes me most about these sets is. Like, there aren't a whole lot of custom pieces. Like, there are definitely a few custom pieces, but the custom colors. Like, there are colors in these sets that I've never seen LEGO use in any other set. And, like, sure. it has to have been Nintendo gave them a list. Like, these are the Pantone codes for every character and every item and every object in the, in the Mario games. And they have to match this color exactly, so LEGO had oh, to yeah. create pieces in these specific colors um and it's unusual for lego to do that i think like maybe the star wars legos might have a couple of custom colors but for the most part they're just shades of gray really um but yeah they're they're fun sets um i need to get a one of those like flat green uh platforms to put them set them up on because right now they're just kind of sitting in boxes. But um, yeah, like if you like Legos and you're a Nintendo fan, and if you're listening to the show, chances are you are a Nintendo fan.
1: At least one of the two, yeah.
0: Right. Uh, the the Super Mario Lego sets are are good fun. They're fun to put together, and they're uh, you know they're they're fun to play with. Like. 60 bucks for the starter set is totally worth it just to get the interactive Mario. Because the interactive Mario is fun even without the other Lego sets. You put him on top of something red and he catches fire. You put him on top of something blue and he splashes like he's in water. Um, mm. You know, you, you move it up and down and he makes jumping noises. You put him on um, a question block and it gives You coins, or and I like there's just so much that it does, and all it is is this little blinking light on the bottom of it that just <laughs> reads these barcodes or whatever he's standing on. It's That's brilliant, cool. yeah, it's pretty um, cool. Besides that, um, I've played a little bit more of Ring Adventure, I haven't played it at all this week because you know the kids being home kind of threw off my schedule, but um, I unlocked planking last week. I regret unlocking planking planking is painful (laughs) i literally was my my abs were in pain for three or four days after i played ring fit adventure with planking added to my repertoire and i either have to remove it or do it more i haven't decided which but i haven't played ring fit adventure since then (sighs) because i skipped i skipped my next scheduled day which would have been monday and mm-hmm. then, you know, the kids were home today, so um, I'll probably play it on Friday. Um, I beat Super Mario 64 in the All-Stars. Um, basically a 70-star run, um, just, to, just to get to the end. Uh, I did kind of a unique order of doing it. Basically, I played each course in order. I get one star in each one, and then go back to the beginning, get one star in each one until I have enough stars to open the next door, or to open the next whatever. And then when I get to the next section, I do one star in each of them until they're caught up, and then go back to the bob battlefield and work my way up. So by the time I got my 70 stars, I had four stars in every course except for TikTok Clock and Rainbow Ride or whatever it's called. Um so I got to see, you know, quite a bit of the game just doing it like that. Sure. Um and it was it's it's a trip. It was great to be able to play that game again. I know I'd started playing it on uh, the Wii U on the virtual console, but having being able to just lay in bed and, you know, play it for half hour to an hour or so every night was just a joy and I can't wait to get back into you know, Sunshine because I haven't played that since probably 2005 Um, played a little bit of The Witcher 3, still not hooked on that the way I got hooked on Breath of the Wild and Skyrim but I'm hoping that maybe if I put more time into it I'll see what everybody loves about it, but to me it's just like those other games but less so it also looks okay on the switch but like i don't know why it has to be windy all the time <laughs> yeah. like there's just so much stuff moving that it just kind of draws attention to the fact that nothing really looks good <laughs> sure I can um, get that although I'm evidently doing...
2: it looks better than it used to because they've released a couple of patches for it
0: yeah, and I've done some some uh, some uh, modifications to how how it you know to the performance to try and get it to look better, but um yeah, it definitely doesn't look great, but I mean it plays fine, so you know what what is there to complain about? I can play The Witcher Three while laying in bed, you know. You can't, I can I exactly. couldn't do that before, you know, and that's really like somebody had asked something about uh you know, do you do you prefer to play portable or on the TV? Like, do you prefer portable systems or home consoles? And I said, honestly, the Switch is perfect. I get my big screen TV experience when I want it. I get my portable experience when I want it. I get, you know, I, I know. can, like, I can't even... I can't play 3DS in bed because eventually all the blood rushes (sighs) out of my hands and and they start to hurt. But with the Switch, and I showed this on one night, I've got one of those neck things, those stupid bendy neck things, and I put the Switch in that, and I put a Joy-Con in each hand, and it just kind of lay there like a corpse. and, And, you know, with my arms crossed on my chest, for those of you who aren't watching the video... Um, and I just sit there and play my games until I start to fall asleep, and it's just so perfect. Um, Let's see. I guess the only thing worth noting that I've been playing, worth mentioning, is I decided I really want to play more of Kirby Star Allies. So, like, every night I'll play a level in that, and um, I miss when Kirby games weren't challenging. Um, they're still fun, but I, like, remember the days of kirby's adventure and you know and how brutal that game could yes. be sometimes and like kirby in the amazing mirror i never finished that game because it was so challenging it was like never difficult but mm-hmm. it was a metroidvania for one thing which you don't expect a kirby game to be and like there was just so much
1: that was the ds it. it was original ds that right? was
0: game boy advance
1: okay which yeah yeah okay dang yeah you're right it was that long ago man i'm old i'm old yeah
0: right um so like i and yeah like i i love kirby games and it's still fun but it's really kind of mindless fun in star allies like never have to worry about dying especially since you've got your you know three partners following you around and but I mean the level designs are still are still good the the boss battles are still fun but like I just miss Kirby having an edge to it um uh I I kind of do too that I, that's
1: why I when I need my Kirby fix I'll go to like canvas curse because that's pretty difficult and it's oh god still... that was
0: I never beat that either like I got to the yeah. last world and just couldn't beat some of those levels
1: yeah exactly so uh yeah no i i kind of get where you're coming from kirby's always been weird though right kirby always seems like an experiment type of character like it's just like okay what weird ideas didn't we use in these three games let's go throw them in
0: kirby you know yeah like i had um before this i never got planet robobot um i did play triple deluxe which i enjoyed um but but yeah like like, Star Allies is just kind of... It's... It's the... It's comfort food. Like, I know I can play it for about 15-20 minutes, get some enjoyment out of it, accomplish something in the progression, but it's not going to stress me out. Like, I can't play Super Mario Brothers 35 while laying in bed, because, like, it's it's too stressful. I can't play, you know, New Super Mario Brothers U, because, you know, it's too stressful. So... Um, you know, something like Kirby is something I can just easily just kind of lay there and, and I, I guess literally sleepwalk my way through. But I wish that there was like a difficulty adjuster where, you know, like a lot of the Kirby games, after you beat them, you could make it more difficult. That I would wish be I could nice. That. Yeah, I wish I could do that with Star Allies just for like the standard run through. But sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, instead of having to beat it first all the way through. I wonder if it does have, like, a hard mode, as it were, after you beat it the first time. I don't know.
0: I don't know. And I'm wondering, and, and like, this is one of the reasons I didn't get Yoshi's uh, Crafted World uh, when it came out, because, you know, it just seemed like more of the same. It's like, oh, it's another, you know, easy Nintendo platformer that I'm not going to feel... So... I'm thinking back to when my
2: wife and I played Star Allies. We played through the main campaign completely, completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something that happens post-game. I couldn't tell you if my life depended on it what it was, <laughs> but I do I do remember it being like a new game plus style thing. Okay. So play through the game again, but a harder version. But when you just played the game, do you really want to play it again? Because right. that's what. I did Mm -hmm. that with Mario Galaxy on the 3D collection, where I beat Mario Galaxy with 120 stars and unlocked Luigi. And I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Right? Wasn't there
1: something like that with Donkey Kong Country Returns too? Like I I remember something like getting something gold. uh, What
0: was was, that?
2: It was Mirror Mode, and it was basically the same levels in reverse. With no checkpoints and no
0: decay. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, that stuff doesn't doesn't really do anything for me. Um, Same. Yeah, like I know, like I did try to start to getting into master mode on the 3ds version of or master quest rather, uh, the 3ds version of uh, Ocarina of Time. And I'm loving it on Breath of the Wild, but for the most part, like, hey, here's the exact And the only reason it worked in uh, Ocarina of Time is because they changed things. But, like, hey, here's the exact same game you just played, but harder, just doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, Games... it,
1: you, you say that, but now, but I'm playing Master Mode in Breath of the Wild, and it's basically just that, and well, I'm, uh, I'm digging it. <laughs> well, right, and...
2: But that's different. You can do that from the very beginning of the game if you want. Right. So yeah, that that's, thing thing game like, that's true. Unlock it and play on the same file.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess um, that's true. Uh at Kirby games like I know like they always have like the at least ever since I think it was Kirby's Dreamland two on the Game Boy. Um, they always have this, you know, secret, you know, ending if you find all the things. So that's always a, a challenge. And um, I did get the secret boss for Kirby's Dreamland 2 I've never actually beaten him, but you know, I oh, know like dude. going through all the levels and finding everything is always a, a fun
2: challenge. Make sure you're playing on Joy Cons and that you have your rumble turned on, because in Star Allies, there's something that happens towards the end of the game. That activates the rumble, the three D Rumble, in a way that was just so,
0: so cool. So make sure that you have three D Rumble turned on and you're playing on Oh yeah, like I said, I usually play it in bed with a Joy Con in each in each hand. <laughs> and so... you'll be able to hear it. Yeah. Which is what you want. I'm not going to say anything else. I love that
1: stuff, actually, by the way. Like, the Mm -hmm. secret little... Mario Party had little cool stuff like that when you, like, selected things from the menu or whatever. It had, like, Mm -hmm. these cool little rumbles that made, um, like, musical notes. I love that stuff. Like, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about, like... The, the, the Sony DualSense or whatever that's about to launch tomorrow, I think, or whatever. It's like, did you guys forget Nintendo came out with that like two years ago in HD Rumble? Like, we're just going like to forget about Nintendo three and years think ago. Sony came up with that. Three and like, a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I hear all, I, I'm, I might be going on a weird tangent here, but I, I've been listening to these podcasts and all these people are talking about, oh, yeah, this is so innovative. I'm like, did I, I miss remember, something?
0: I can't remember the last time Sony innovated. Probably when the original PlayStation came out cuz like pretty much every big thing that Sony's come out with is is at best an evolution of something that usually Nintendo Did first you know right
1: yeah like i i just don't get it that that how people are saying oh yeah this is gonna change gaming it's like it it could but like as nintendo has shown only if developers show interest in it but anyways i'm kind of getting off uh um base here let me talk about the games that i've been playing okay that's about it um (laughs) because i haven't been playing anything guys no pokemon go I mean I was just going to say I've been playing all my old standbys but I I'm in a weird funk right now where like I I have a lot of new games that I've purchased but like I'll like pick them up for like an hour if that and then just go back to my old standbys like I've been playing Breath of the Wild again I've been playing Smash again Pokemon Go is an is just an everyday thing so I don't know I'm broken guys I I'm sorry Um, one of these days I'll play a new game, I guess, but that's not this week. Um, so I think we're pretty much at the end of the show. We do have a question block question, however. question
2: block. Can I read it?
1: Yeah, you may, you may, but, but, but Justin, uh, you're going to need to be on deck here. So hopefully,
2: um, you are ready. So go ahead,
0: Steve. Oh God, what is Colt throwing at me?
2: All right. (laughs) So, Colt Cube from the Nintendo (laughs) Discord writes, Question of the Week is a two-parter. What was the controller that was reviewed a couple weeks back? And it wasn't a couple weeks back. It was like a month and a half back. And where can we find it? So, Justin, the reason I'm reading this is because I know exactly what controller he's talking about.
0: Because I already answered this in the Discord.
2: (laughs) So, let's answer it again for our uh, listeners of the show who may not have gone to Infendo.com, clicked on the Community tab, and joined the Infendo Discord. It was a red controller, if I remember right. It's the yes. one I'm
0: using right now because I use it all the time for Animal Crossing. Um, oh, okay. the I don't know if it's the manufacturer or the distributor, because I'm pretty sure this is the same controller you get from every other Chinese company. But okay. this particular one was provided to me by Booking. It's either okay. Booking or Boo King. I'm not sure which. Um, but it's all one word, but I've seen it intercapped. So, but, uh, can this, we get a link for that? Um, y- yes, I did. When you, put a link when you can find one in the discord. Um, okay. I don't know if like, I, I might be able to read off the item number from, uh, send it to me, me offline and I'll get it in the discord.
2: Okay. Just right, go through um, your,
1: just go to your Amazon purchase history. You'll find it there.
2: I,
0: I, I no, did he was and, sent it for I review, it. I Okay. Alright, so amazon.com slash dp slash b08 bc2 k7 vw. This will play real um, well, well on radio. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not yeah. doing any better in video because well, it's not like it's up on the screen. But, um, send, it's... Justin, send that to me and we
2: will get it in the show notes and I will put it somewhere.
0: Well, you're in luck because I already sent it to you. It's in the damn Discord. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, it is currently twenty eight ninety nine. They do have another one that is a few dollars less, but honestly, you're better off getting this one. They both have gyro controls. They both have turbo, and they both have rumble, which is rare for a for a third party wireless controller. Um, but this one also has NFC and uh, you can wake the system with the uh, home button which you can't do with the other versions so um, for 20 28 29 30 bucks whatever you end up paying for it I mean this is this is a pretty solid controller now I don't know maybe I'll be using it next week and the thing will just fall apart in my hands okay, it is a cheap controller from China but as far as like its actual functionality is concerned this is the best and most convenient third-party switch controller i have used because it has everything like nfc like even the even like the 8-bit dough and power a controllers don't have nfc hori controllers don't have nfc and you know like those are officially licensed so sure. you know right. th- that's that's worth it just for that Okay. and but like i said it's got turbo so it's perfect for animal crossing because you know rather than sitting there mashing the button to hit a rock or something like that you just set the turbo sit there hold the button for a few seconds hold the y button for a few seconds while you pick everything up it's it's fantastic okay um, so thread. i have a minecraft controller too
2: i
1: have one question for you and i know it's probably going to be a no but i thought i'd ask anyways because i know it can connect to other consoles right it doesn't have like a
0: um, uh, maybe. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, and if you're looking at it, you'll see, like, the shape of this is almost exactly an Xbox One controller. Yeah.
1: Um, does so, it have a headphone plug-in? I know the the normal Pro controller doesn't, but does that one by chance? It does not. I oh, think, okay. I think cool this thing.
0: will only connect to a Switch, if I'm oh, not okay. mistaken. Um, and, and the reason... And, like, if it were an Xbox version, probably the little lights on the bottom would be swapped out for the headphone jack. I'm not sure, because you know how all these Chinese controllers are interchangeable. But it is nice that not only, you know, does not have all the best features of a Switch controller, but it is also shaped like an Xbox One controller, so it's comfortable. Nice. Well... That's
1: exciting. Um, you're welcome. So this is my second review for <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Colt. Yeah, just send that over in where, like put it at the top of the Discord it, Justin, and then we I'm can not uh, it. Yeah, put it at the top of the Discord, Justin, uh, so we can get it to the um, I will get it to it. where it's it needs in, to be.
0: It's it's in the hangout and okay. I will pin it um, so that we can so that you can find it later. You're a doll. I love you. Oh, there it is.
1: <laughs> Well, there you go. All right. Well, very nice. Well, then, if that is all, and I think that is all. Um, wait, was there a part two to that question? I did. I did. I, or did oh, we
2: breeze? So part part one was what was it? Part two is where can we buy it? So Amazon has now. He Amazon. has now answered both questions. Yeah. And it is
0: pinned in the Discord. So listeners, we have our answer. Yes. And again, it is amazoncom slash DP slash No, D- no, 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 B- no, C- no, K- no, K-7 no, V-W. no,
2: no. What I could do is I could go. You could go to. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E Oh slash my god. Genesis, and I can put a link to it there. We
1: did the we did the plugs in the beginning, kids. <laughs> <laughs> or you
0: can go to thedisneyparkbench.com and see I, what uh, I'm doing. <laughs> what um, I've been spending the past several months working on. We are, are going to get out
1: of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this
0: also week. Also, go to chromaticue.com it was, follow Lucas's game. I don't think that's fixed
1: yet. It was a um, fun time for everybody involved. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming back to us after our one-week hiatus. Thank you, everybody, for voting. We appreciate you, as does probably the world. Um, mm. We'll catch you guys next time. Have a good evening.
0: Goodbye. Infendo Radio is brought to you by people like you. If you want to be a producer, head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $10 level. We'd really appreciate it.